Peace to the family. <clears throat> Hopefully you guys can hear me good. We have breaking news. Breaking news. All right, this is very important. Um, many of you, um, many of you know that uh, I'm an anti-Democrat, but I'm also a family man. I'm also very concerned about the world that we pass down to our children. In the next 20 to 30 minutes, you're going to be witnessing possibly the largest this is probably the largest uh fraud that we've that we've lived through this might this might be the largest fraud in our lifetime this may be the largest fraud in our lifetime so i'm going to just go straight to the receipts I'm going to go straight to the receipts and we are going to check this out together. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. 
They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal... ...be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors and many hundreds Uh-oh. <laughs> Pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and 
patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're gonna make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Chansley is in a jail cell. He's been there for months. If he was, in fact, committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Until now, no one could even prove that even happened. But it did. Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel to catch our nightly. Brother? Man, oh man, what say ye? That's that's the trump, that's the crumb line. What say ye? <laughs> um how does how did my audio sound? Can you hear me clear? Yep, loud and clear. All right. Well, um, first and foremost, I have to be honest. I felt like a sheep. The stuff they showed me on the TV, I watched it without question. When I first saw it, I was like, I was shocked. I was surprised. Um, Facts. You know, just thinking Armageddon, just crazy, America's falling apart. 
um, based based on what the idiot box told me, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm not gonna lie. I I took it hook, line, and sinker. Like I I you know, and it's crazy because excuse me, I'm I'm so I'm like a watchdog for the Democrats. You know what I'm saying? I'm always looking for the other shoe to drop in terms of the Democrats being who they are because they've always been the Southern Confederates that, you know, killed Lincoln to continue, you know, the prisoner of war, free labor, uh, you know, slave driving, you know, that's that's always been who the Democrats were. And so it's like that fingerprint, that signature always seeps through. And it's like even when even when they have a moment and I'm telling you, it was a moment because I was campaigning for Trump and so many of my people hit me up and was like, yeah, you see what your guy did? Yeah, you, you see what your guy did? I thought you said, uh, because my thing was, Trump may have some, some hot takes, but Biden is the author of the crime bill that, that you know, you know, basically allows cops to kill in the street and get away with it. That allows for mass incarceration on a wide scale. Like nothing can tr trump that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right. I got a man. I, I got a lot of people hit me up left and right. It was like, yo, bro, uh, what you got to say now? Your man led an army over into the, and they was playing the clip of him saying. You know, like go over there and let your mind be heard. And then they show the clips of smashing through the door and tearing up the. It looked like a hook, line, and sinker. Like, shit, all you could do is say, you got marble mouth. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even got no, it was, it was indefensible. Right. Yeah. Looking at it, I honestly thought the reign of Trump was over. I thought we found the kink in his armor. I'm like, you know, for this, because we, we, we thought, based off the news and the media, we thought we never saw anything like it. So I'm like, you know, this may be the first president to go to jail because, you know, he kind of led, from what appeared on the TV initially, he kind of led an attack on America. And that's what I was thinking initially. Um, and... Unfortunately, it never crossed my mind this, you know, was a media plant. It it oh. it was a doctored story. They they you know in in the words of the honorable Elijah uh, Malcolm X, we've been hoodwinked, we've been bamboozled once again, and it's none other than the Dixie Cracks. Bro, wait a minute, the Dixie Crats. Hold on, I think I, have... <laughs> I think I have. I think we've got some more videotape. I think more receipts. 
Man, I think we have another receipt or two. This might get interesting. This might get interesting. Hey, Lincoln, the first Republican president, he did, he did free, free the slaves. slaves right? and, and then the, the Democrats, Democrats all the time spent, spent the next 18 years. busting on black people, instituting segregation and, and founding terrorist groups like the KKK who hated black people. Another fan. Hey, Lincoln, the first Republican president, he did free the slaves. Right? And then the Democrats of the time spent the next 80 years busting on black people, instituting segregation and, and founding terrorist groups like the KKK who hated black people. Another fan of the KKK was none other than President Woodrow Wilson. The first movie ever screened in the White House was a racist movie by a racist Democratic president. The film led to the rebirth of the Klan in America. In 2015, a photo of hooded Klansmen marching at the 1924 Democratic Convention started circulating. Numerous sources cited that the convention was unofficially called Klan Bake. Now listen, the Democrats are the party of the Ku Klux Klan, the Dixiecrats. They were Democrats who imposed segregation, imposed Jim Crow laws, who founded the Klan. The Klan was founded by a great many Democrats. There's not enough troops in the army to force the Southern people to break down segregation and admit the Negro race into our theaters, into our swimming pools, into our homes, and into our churches. The Klan divided you have to, people you by have race. To divide the by Klan race. killed people by race, and he had the opportunity. And he did and it. And they, did it. they did it to further the progressive agenda. Biden saw it and responded <laughs> James Eastland. He frequently spoke of blacks as, quote, an inferior race. This is a Halloween party attended by a younger Bill and Hillary Clinton, where Hillary is wearing blackface. My friend and mentor, Robert C. Byrd. Senator Byrd was a man of surpassing eloquence and nobility. Robert C. Byrd left such a legacy. There are white niggers. Into our homes and into our churches. The Klan divided. You have to divide by race. Kill people by race, and he had the opportunity, and he did. And they did it. They did it to further the progressive agenda. Biden sought and received support from Mississippi Senator James Eastland. He frequently spoke of blacks as quote an inferior race. This is a Halloween party attended by a younger Bill and Hillary Clinton, where Hillary is wearing blackface. My friend and mentor Robert C. Byrd. Senator Byrd was a man of surpassing eloquence and nobility. Robert C. Byrd left such a legacy. There are white niggers. I'm not a white nigger in my time. Byrd wrote a letter in 1946 in which he asserted that the Klan is needed today more than ever. I am anxious to see its rebirth in every state of the nation. They mentioned that he once had a fleeting association with a Ku Klux Klan, and what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. He was a country boy from the hills and hollows of West Virginia. He was trying to get elected. Joe Biden holding hands with KKK exalted Cyclops, Robert Byrd. From TV. Wow. Wowzer. Wowzers. 
yeah um the Shit. leader I, I retitled this video drain the swamp Shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, I was gonna say you, you take that, that comment down. Uh, it was it was blocking some of the, the 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 whatever. But nonetheless, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think what we don't know is the history of the Democratic Party. Um, they've led all racial issues um and right. truth be told martin luther king was a registered republican and did not turn the leaf and and jump party lines until after uh the the other grand wizard um uh the guy who came in after jfk was assassinated mm. wow he came in after JFK was assassinated and signed a civil rights bill. Let, let me ask the listening audience. Um, who was the guy who came in after um, John F. Kennedy was assassinated and he was the one to sign a civil rights bill? I'm looking in the comments now. I want to see if somebody can help me out. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, damn, I'm so far off. I'm thinking Admiral bird absolutely not a vice president or a president um he was president signed a civil rights bill uh he was the one uh lyndon b johnson there we go uh jeff knows well that's a very fitting name because <laughs> apparently jeff does know uh yeah lyndon b johnson uh was the transition for a lot of Amer uh, uh so-called black americans a lot of or most black americans were republican and the reason why a lot of our brothers and sisters are or were Republican is because of Abraham Lincoln. We know that Abraham Lincoln, quote unquote, freed the slaves. And then we were kind of on that boat for a very long time until the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King, who led that movement. Remember, he was a registered Republican until uh, Lyndon B. Johnson signed the civil rights bill. Then he uh, jumped party lines and became a, a uh, Democrat. And we know that Lyndon B. Johnson was one of the biggest uh, racists in the daggone uh, Oval Office. Uh, but brother, I don't want to manipulate, or, I'm sorry, uh, um, capitalize on conversation. What say ye? I say that I got another piece of evidence here, that another piece of video. So it's it's a, uh, it's a uh, yeah yeah yeah, and that's all I can that's say. Right. Is, this is it's just crazy. Like I, and now we can put this all into perspective and bring this thing full three sixty. Yeah, and then it gets super crazy. A lot of things go unnoticed in life. You may put in a few extra hours at work and your boss will tell you it's part of the job. You may feel good about your new haircut only to find out no one really cares. But people will always notice just how much money you stole from them. I don't know what these people were thinking, and I don't think they realized that besides wealthy investors, they were hurting middle-class investors, retired police officers, firefighters. It's outrageous. First selectman Ken Flato can add his town of Fairfield, Connecticut to Bernard Madoff's list of victims. The town's 58,000-person pension fund just lost $42 million overnight. And history sure has a way of repeating itself, sometimes in bigger ways. 
The Democratic Party finds itself in the middle of the biggest financial fraud case in U.S. history. A cryptocurrency company, you know, like the Bitcoin things, just lost $2 billion of its customers' money. They didn't just lose it in the market. It's just gone. Someone stole it. And the company called FTX just went bankrupt after they blew up $32 billion. The crypto market in chaos after the collapse of the FTX exchange with a new set of questions on where billions and billions of dollars went. A criminal investigation of its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, has been opened in the Bahamas. This is being called the worst disaster in the history of crypto. This is bigger than Bernie Madoff, but unlike Bernie Madoff, who was getting rich off a Ponzi scheme, the Democratic Party was getting rich off of FTX. Now, FTX came onto the scene in 2019, and it spent $10 million to put Joe Biden in the White House in 2020. And the guy running FTX... So, <clears throat> it's just going to be a coincidence. We're just going to list this as coincidence. <laughs> came on the scene in 2019. Like, it, like, it came on the scene in 2019... You know, same year as the pandemic and uh, the, the unemployment begins to shoot up to, to uh, you know, the highest level since the Great Depression. We're just going to say, oh, that's coincidence. FTX, the second biggest Democrat donor in the midterms after Soros, of course, spent $40 million to get Democrats elected. Wonder why someone like John Fetterman was able to raise his much as four times as much cash as us? Well, you can thank Sam Bankman-Fried, who ran this crypto scheme out of a penthouse in the Bahamas. Hi, my name is Sam, and this is my story. Sam has crazy hair. Sam is vegan. Sam sleeps five hours a night. Sam lives in the Bahamas with 10 roommates. Sam is 29 years old only, but Sam has $22 billion. And he wants to donate all of it to charity. And the charity was the Democratic Party. Look at Sam right there behind George Soros. Soros paid for a crime wave, and Sam may have committed a crime to stop a red wave. The guy was throwing so much money around, it got the owner a seat right next to Clinton. And he got an invite to Bill's after party with celebrities like Katy Perry, of course. You know, Clinton's really got an eye for mega donors. First Epstein, Sam Bankman-Fried, who they call SPF. If you spend enough money on Democrats, they don't care how you got the money as long as it gets to them. All the celebrities were jumping in, too. Larry David was doing commercials for the guy. Tom Brady and Giselle were ambassadors. The John Fetterman of cryptocurrency, SPF, was just at the White House, actually. He got two closed-doors meetings with Biden's senior advisor in the spring, right around the time Biden was shipping billions to Ukraine. The funny thing is, Ukraine was an investor in FTX. <laughs> you may be asking, why is a country in the middle of a war investing in crypto? Shouldn't they be buying weapons? Or, I mean, if they have to invest in anything, doesn't crypto sound a little risky for Zelensky? You wouldn't want an investment with a solid rate of return and years of stable growth? No, 
Zelensky thought he'd give it to a guy living in a tax haven, fresh out of college with funny hair. Well, when Democrats are sending you billions of dollars of weaponry, the least you could do is reward their favorite mega donor. And what did FTX do with the money Ukraine invested? Well, they plowed it right back into the Democratic Party. Democrats send money to Ukraine, Ukraine sends money to FTX, and FTX sends money to the Democrats' campaigns. Now, I don't know if this is war profiteering or money laundering. I don't even know, but it needs to be investigated. And we don't really know who's getting what because SPF, the crypto kid, who looks like a mini Madoff, likes his money in the dark. So in the end, I want to do what's right for the country. You think every money you spend in politics should be disclosed publicly? Are you comfortable with that? If there was a norm where every dollar that ever in donated mm -hmm. in politics was to be disclosed publicly, um, I would have a, a lot of sympathy for that. I think I might support it. I haven't thought carefully about it enough to know. But well, it I sounds so. like what you're saying is maybe there's some donations that you have made that you wouldn't make if you knew they were going to be immediately public. So I think I don't I don't generally think about it that way. <laughs> I mean, like, can you believe Chuck Todd? I mean, first they fall for Avenatti and then they fall for this guy. I mean, was it even his money to begin with? It looks like it was investor money he was spending on Democrats. The Wall Street Journal reports FTX was cracking into customers' accounts and using their funds for other stuff. And then when customers wanted to withdraw their money, a lot of it was gone. The Justice Department and the SEC have launched an investigation because this looks like the mega donor also lied to Congress. We have a transparent system um, where all of our data is all of our public market data um, is openly available and free where risk parameters are transparent. Oh, so transparent. Did he think he was too big to fail because he had regulators in his pocket? Probably. I mean, you're bulletproof when you can buy politicians. And this guy was planning on buying Biden with a billion bucks. <sighs> what say ye, Crumb? You know, I um, <clears throat> this is another one that media swept under the rug. Now, I want to speak to uh, Trump's defense, but I got to go back a little further than Trump. We knew there was a problem in the black, so-called black community after Farrakhan got kicked off the internet with Alex Jones. If, if mm. anybody in the comments, if you remember after Farrakhan got kicked off, I'm not telling nobody business with all public information. Well, let me say this. Uh, let me I just got demonetized. Add this well, I was about to say, let me just add this part in there. I can't forget it because when Farrakhan got kicked off of Facebook, I also got kicked off of Facebook. I was in that same group of uh, uh, truth. Truthers that, oh, yeah. So thank you. So I can't forget it. Yeah. What they did was a initiation. Anybody who is a truther, we're going to fact check you. If you're right, we're going to prove you wrong. And we're going to kick you off the internet. This is when the whole fact checker thing popped off. And, and, and everybody saw what a fact checker thing was BS. We saw where, um, okay, in the listening audience, press 666 if you remember 
where fa YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, all of them, their community standards allowed bin Laden to decapitate people on live stream. Yo ass can't say nothing about covert. You can't say nothing about Ukraine. You can't say nothing about the jab. Because you, you're going to violate community standards. Anybody remember when, uh, when uh, Bin Laden was decapitating people on the internet? And that did not violate community standards. I remember back then. I wasn't on the internet back then. But I remember like, damn, they, they, they cutting people's head off on YouTube. Like, okay, I'm trying to watch YouTube with my babies. Anyway, so once Farrakhan got kicked off, the algorithm changed. Inky got kicked off. I got demonetized. Brother Rich got demonetized. Dr. Raleem L. Bay got demonetized. A lot of people who were flying smoothly with their um, information, you know, teaching of the, the information age, all of that was disrupted after Farragon got kicked off. And, 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 and even though for us, we knew that tidal wave was coming because a lot of us was, was in that lane that Farrakhan was in. So-called um, uh, misinformation, black radical uh, nationalists or whatever they, they want to um, label us as. But we, I'll tell you when we found out it was really real. We knew it was really real when they silenced Donald Trump at the time, who was a sitting president. I remember Donald Trump wasn't allowed on Twitter. He, I think Donald Trump even tried to create a Pornhub account, not for the porn, obviously, but just for the the the, the social network, whatever pl platform. And like the whole internet seemed to turn their back on him. So we know Google was in bed with them, because Google was uh, partial to Hillary Clinton. You could, when when Hillary was running against Donald Trump, you couldn't find anything bad about Hillary, not not, not on Google. Because that's the music business. Leo Cohen uh, runs Google and YouTube. So the music industry is there. That's how they had the battle rappers dancing and saying, vote for uh, Biden. And they had Juvenile and them talking about yeah. vote that thing up and all that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beyonce was in bed with them. Jay-Z was yeah. in bed with them. Um, and, and, and most recently, we know Epstein was in bed with the Democrats. And now they got they knew Epstein down south. So, you know, this whole Ponzi scheme, because um, I remember uh, they said that uh, Trump was doing all of this. He was backed by Russia, this and this and that. And then they dropped the Mueller report. You, you don't got to Google it because, you know, I'm good for it. But if you go look up the Mueller report, the Mueller report. Uh, was an investigation they did to see if Trump had ties with, with, with Russia. And this is an independent, this is the Democrats. This isn't Trump's friends, obviously. These are people who want to see Trump go to jail. They came back and said, hey, we can't find no dirt on him in terms of connections with, um, with Russia. So then um, after, after the Mueller report uh, cleared Trump and acquitted Trump of all charges, then we see where they came back, the same machine, the same machine that was run Twitter, Elon Musk proved Twitter was in bed with them. We know Facebook was in bed with them. We know Google was in bed with them. We know all, y'all don't, uh, TikTok is the enemy. How? How is TikTok enemy and, 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 and Google, YouTube, and Facebook is not? 
and 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 and, and you know, but we know F, uh, uh, Twitter had FBI agents on file. I'm sorry, excuse me, on the payroll. We already knew that um, Hollyweird, all of their stuff had to go through um, a government entity in order to um, to uh, green light military propaganda, military industrial complex propaganda. Every opportunity we have, we're going to make this so, you know something to push our our government agenda, whether that be through CIA, FBI, or whatever alphabet boys you can think of. So then. Um, we saw where they did the thing with Mueller. Then on uh, the laptop from hell, which was brought, wa hand walked in by um, Donald Trump's lead attorney, none other than the ex-mayor of uh, New York. Brother, who is ex-mayor of New York who is now uh, Donald Trump's attorney? Uh, I'm almost certain that's Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. Now, I don't want nobody to think that, that 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 I'm sitting here backing these people. Go back and let me just pull some dirt up and then I'll, I'll move forward. Go back to Rudy Giuliani's daughter. Now, remember, these Rudy Giuliani, I think one of the most things he's famous for is Little Italy. We already knew uh, New York had Little China or Chinatown. Rudy Giuliani established Little Italy or some some ish like that in Manhattan. You you're more familiar with New York than I am. But anyway, yeah, we had we had a little Italy in the Bronx always, but we didn't they didn't have that type of uh, presence that uh, uh, Giuliani created in created down in the Manhattan. city. Yeah, in, in, in Manhattan. So now I, only thing I, I bring up little Italy for is because he has money. He has power. He has influence. Now, what you may not have known or you might have forgot. Rudy Giuliani daughter with $10 million in her pocket went into the store and started stealing shit that cost a dollar, $17. Listen, family, you think you be, oh, man, man be in the store stealing. Man, man ain't got no money. If man, man had a thousand dollars in his pocket, he wouldn't be stealing. Rudy Giuliani daughter caked up. Cake, cake, cake. She, she make it rain. That trick in there stealing. Kleptomaniac. Anyway, Rudy Giuliani walked the laptop into the FBI office and personally handed it over. After he did that, they investigated Giuliani and said, we're going to lock his ass up. Uh, we know that wasn't going to happen. They had, they had nothing on him. Um, but that's what they did. And they said the laptop was hell. A laptop from hell was Russian disinformation. There is no laptop from hell. This is a Russian hoax. Because anytime Democrats get get in a bag, they start throwing ish out there. Oh, it was Russia. It was what, Russia where? It was not Russia. This is home cooked uh, uh, terrorism. They made that in the back office of the Oval Office. What are y'all talking about? Now, now, family, the chickens have come home to roost. My daddy told me. What's done in the dark? What's done in the dark? Republicans? What's done in the dark shall come to the light. Also, my daddy told me, you can fool some of the people all the time. You can fool all the people some of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Democrats, the jig is up. The jig is up. Listen, these, these people are lying. They're stealing. They're cheating. Um, 
Go Google the most corrupt, please. I don't even know how to word this. Google the most corrupt country in Europe and tell me what country it is. I just want to take a second. Can we play some um, uh, Jeopardy music? What is the most corrupt country in Europe? Go Google it. No, that's not it. It's the, the elevator music. The, uh, the Jeopardy music. I think you... Mm, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, yeah, it's not in there. I think that was the wrong button, but no worries. Okay, it, it's actually under my tab, but no worries. I'm, I'm looking at the comments now. And uh, it looks like Juicy Christ is no Marathon Marley was the first one. Let me see. Let me see. Marathon Marley. W where are you at, Marathon? Marathon Marley was, the, as far as I can see, it might be somebody else. My apologies if it is, but that was the first one I saw. Marathon Marley got it right. If you Google the most corrupt country in Europe, the answer is Ukraine. The answer is Ukraine. I bet you didn't know that, which I already said it before, but maybe if you didn't catch that live, you're catching it on this one. Ukraine is... When I think about Luke... Uh, uh, um, um, when I think about Ukraine, on, I think about Lex Luke. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And, and we, we got we to gotta, we gotta shut it down. Um, we got to close it out. But hold, hold, this, let me say this. Ukraine is also leading in... Um, human trafficking and um canine prostitution so they have, they, they, yeah they have um they have big farms out there with where people go to have sex with 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 canines yeah they they, they um they, they did a a big story vice did a big story on it so if people want to look it up you you can pull up the woman who actually uh, trains the dogs to have sex with humans out there. And um, her husband is actually a politician and a weapons dealer. Yeah. You can't make this ish up. Well, you know, that was pretty much all I had to say about it. Um, I believed in the malarkey, no pun intended. You know, I, I was drinking the Kool-Aid for a minute. You know, it looked like the insurrection was real. It looked like, you know, um, uh, Biden was really helping the country. It looked like Donald Trump was whatever. Uh, but now, upon further review, uh, everything that glare ain't gold, folks. I don't know. That's 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 my take on it, brother. I know we run out of time. 